Won't you turn to Nehemiah, the sixth chapter? All right. Nehemiah, the sixth chapter, will be reading verses one through five. Amen. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Yes. This poor man cried and delivered him out of all of his troubles. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Can somebody say, thank you, Lord? Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Praise be to God. All right. If you have it, say amen. Sister Turner, if you would read for us, please. Now it came to pass when Sambalat and Tobiah and Geshem, the Arabian, and the rest of our enemies heard that I had built at the wall, that there was no breach left therein, though at the time I had not set up the doors upon the gates. Then Sambalat and Geshem sent unto me, saying, Come, let us meet together in some one of the villages in the plain of Ono. But they thought to do me mischief. And I sent messengers unto them, saying, I am doing a great work so that I cannot come down. Why should the work cease whilst I leave it and come down to you? Yet they sent unto me four times after this sort, and I answered them after the same manner. Then sent Sambalat his servant unto me in like manner, the fifth time, and an open letter in his hand. Amen. Amen. Why don't you bow your heads. Most Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray for this congregation right now. We bind every spirit of hindrance, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray, O oh God, that your will will be done, Lord. Lord, we pray for those that are sick and convalescing in nursing homes and hospitals everywhere. We pray for the children of God, Lord, whatever their plight is in life right now. You are the Lord that healeth. You are the Lord that delivereth, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We pray, oh God, that you work out every situation right now according to your perfect will, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Bless your manservant. Give him clarity of thought, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. You may be seated. The subject this morning will come from verse 1. Now it came to pass when Sambalat, Tobiah, and Gershom the Arabian and the rest of our enemies heard that I had built the wall and there were no breaches left between them, though that they, that time I had not set up the doors of the gate. The subject this morning is tell your enemies. Tell your enemy. A lot of times we have seemed to have forgotten that the devil could not tear up the church on his regular plan, so he made an attempt to get inside of the church to cause it to self-destruct. 
We have forgotten that the enemy has been around as long as we, the world, have known that there was a Christ, there Jesus. You must remember that it was the Bible that introduced us to their presence that there was a Satan and there was a fight in heaven where he had decided that he was going to build his kingdom above God. And one of the writers said, I beheld Satan and as lightning fall from heaven. And he fell down to the earth. And ever since he's been down here, he has wrecked Havoc. Uh, doesn't matter your nationality, doesn't matter your race, doesn't matter if you're male or female, doesn't matter where you came from or where you're going. Uh, the enemy is who he is, the enemy. Uh, when you look at the fact that he is very deceptive, uh, and we already know what he come to be, he comes to be a liar, a thief, and a murderer. Uh, he is is uh, all of that and more. When you hear the Bible making reference to him, uh, all it is when you reference him, you reference chaos. Uh, when you reference him, you reference the fall of man. Uh, so it should not be anything uncommon for us to know uh, that you have an enemy. Uh, I know the enemy has been very successful uh, in this generation to trying to make us believe uh, that the church don't have any problems. Uh, and so we go through here not realizing uh, that we are in the army of the Lord. Uh, uh, we don't make any alliances with the devil. Uh, we don't make alliances with our enemies. We don't make peace with our enemy. I want you to know I didn't come to tell you today to make a peace treaty with your enemy. I heard somebody say if you're going to fight it's time to fight now. If you are going to put an effort to I win, it's time to put an effort now. I know now that the enemy has been successful to cause us to be confused in our warfare. The enemy has caused us to be passive when we should be aggressive. Do I have a church? Am I going to have to preach to myself? the enemy has caused us uh, to cause us to worry about uh, what does the people think about us uh, but can I tell you it is not your business uh, what somebody else think about you uh, it is your business uh, what you think about yourself Hallelujah to God. When you look at where we are versus where we're going, there's going to have to be some things change. And it might as well start with you and me. How is it when
when the Lord gets back, amen, he's going to call for a, wa a warrior, amen, not a peacemaker. Amen. He's going to call for somebody amen, that's going to be aggressive in their salvation, amen, not somebody just passing. Amen. Hallelujah to God. God don't mind you waiting. But can you sharpen your spiritual sword? Why are you waiting? God don't mind you waiting. But can you get the sword of the spirit? Which is the word of God. God don't mind you waiting. But he don't want you waiting at home. He wants you in fellowship. So when he get ready to speak, he can speak to the whole group at the same time. I feel like preaching this morning. So what is it now? We're on the playground of life. And the enemy coming in, taking the ball you bought. And have you crying? The enemy comes in, taking your shoes off and taking them for herself. And you laying on the ground, crying your eyes out, telling somebody, Will you please make the devil leave me alone? But I come to tell you, if you come for that kind of sermon this morning, I come to disappoint you. Hallelujah to God. You're crying. And the devil's trying to get you to cry louder. Because we want the noise to be louder. Because we got somebody else that are going through. And he's trying to make them believe. Ain't no help. It ain't no hope. But the devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. Hallelujah to God. When you look at what Saint Ballad was doing, God had placed a mission on his heart. I know God's been talking to you, but you don't have the courage to do what God has asked you to do, because you got your eyes on your enemy, but I heard God when he was down in Egypt, and he told them, same Egyptian you won't see them no more hallelujah to God I 
I come to tell somebody God's breaking you out today. Your excuse is over. Your weakness is ended. Your lackadaisical. It is all gone. I hear the Lord say, You're no more than a conqueror. Hallelujah. You're getting ready to step into spirituality like you have never seen. this morning. Hallelujah to God. Nehemiah rode into town. And the first thing he got there, he surveyed the land. I can see Nehemiah while you're walking around in the dark. The Lord is a lamp unto my feet. The Lord is a light unto my pathway. What looks dark to you ain't nothing but light to me. Cause I got God and God got me. Y'all don't mind if I preach this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. First thing Nehemiah did, walked the perimeters of the town, looked at the wall, the enemy then tore him down, but what the enemy has torn down, God is getting ready to build, do I have a church, hallelujah to God. I'm not worried about how the world looked. My job is 
church and hallelujah to God. I don't care what the devil use to tear down the wall. I come to build them up again. I hear the word say, be here the locust, be here the canker worm came and ate up. God sent me to tell you, it's restoration time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. Once he went around and surveyed the city, then Nehemiah began to gather some folks, and he began to gather more than a few, because God is getting ready to restore the church, hallelujah to God. They may have ran for their life, but ain't nothing like God telling the church, let's get ready to go home. Hallelujah to God. Ain't nothing like God calling the alcoholic whiskey bottle down and it's time to go to church I can hear him telling the prostitute pull up your drawers baby let's go back to church let's live this thing like the Bible said I can see him now Talking to the lesbian and, and the homosexual, but ain't good enough for you out there. I'm the only lover you need. And can I tell you? Ain't nothing like loving Jesus. Hallelujah to God. But you must remember we've got an enemy and he's been on the scene a long time. Hallelujah to God. When you look at Nehemiah, you know what his name means. Comforter of God. You've been crying. God's getting ready to send comfort. You throwed up your hands and tried to walk out on God. But God keeps bringing you back. Trying to figure out. Why is it taking so long for your heart to heal? I come to tell you, it's your season now. It's your time now. Hallelujah to God. Been 
in that name Sebastian Valley. It means a bramble bush. An enemy in secret. Can I tell you why? You got an enemy in your life that is hiding just like the old serpent done hid out in the church to the point right now a whole lot of folk in the house of God can't even tell what spirit is running what I might as well preach it then you got Gershom hallelujah his name means rain hallelujah to God tell somebody the storm is passing over the storm is passing over sunshine is getting ready to come in your life you've been down now it's time to get up and shake yourself I feel like preaching here hallelujah hallelujah to God when you look at you must understand that God knows what you have gone through God knows but he needs you to know it's no time to be silent now what do you mean ever since I've been in the church they told me to be a passive Christian they told me to shut up don't voice my opinion they told me that the devil had more power than God but that is a lie that the devil got in the pulpit and he told the folks in the church hallelujah to God when you look at what Jesus told his enemy in Luke the 13th chapter the verse is 32 Jesus replying here to Herod Herod thy fox I will keep on driving out demons and heal people and on tomorrow on that day on the third day I will reach God or reach my goal can I ask you since you've been over here do you have a goal for God hallelujah is your goal to stick and stay is your goal to stay over here until you die is your goal 
call on God until something happened. Is it your goal to stand on the head of your enemy? I might as well preach. Hallelujah. In Matthew the 16th chapter in the verses 23 and Mark also the verses 8 and 33 this is the American Standard Version but he turned and said to Peter get behind me Satan and you are a hindrance to me but you're not setting your mind on the things of God I come to tell you get your mind on Jesus cause we gonna have a time get your mind on Jesus hallelujah Hallelujah to God. When you look at what is an enemy, Hallelujah to God. Enemy word used throughout the Old Testament. It means literally one who hates. You got somebody. That hates you, don't wanna see you doing good. He hates the fact that you're in the church. He hates the fact that you're calling on God. He hates the fact that you repented of your sin. He hate the fact that you love God. I feel like preaching this morning. Hallelujah. The Bible definition of enemy is someone who does not like me. Someone who wants to do me harm. Hallelujah to God. You mean to tell me? Jesus was right. Satan comes to kill. Steal and destroy. Robert, he coming to kill you, man. Lamont, he wants you graveyard dead. I might as well preach. Hallelujah. For hundreds of years, the disciples spoke of three enemies of the soul. The world, the flesh, in the devil. If you just fighting the devil, but you ain't fighting the world, you set yourself up to lose. Do I have a 
church if you fight the devil and fight the world but you won't fight your flesh you're losing hallelujah to God you gotta tell yourself no we can't do it we ain't gonna do it it's not okay do I have a church you gotta put yourself on a fast and tell your flesh you won't behave I'm gonna starve you out no you can't have no water no you can't have no chicken no you can't have no cake no you can't have no pie no you can't have no soda you're my enemy and I've got to put you under my feet Ah, I'm still not where I need to go. Hallelujah. So when you look at our spiritual enemies, the world, the flesh, and the devil, look out, church. You mean to tell me we just been worried about the devil? No wonder when you get your feet covered, your butt stick out. No wonder when you get your feet and butt covered, your head stick out. You gotta cover all the bases if you wanna be victorious in this hour. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. What are the characteristics of the enemy? And I want you to know how you can tell when you are becoming your own enemy. And a whole lot of us want to look across the field and blame somebody else when the enemy is in your house. The enemy is wearing your pants. The enemy is in your shoes. Got on your drawers. Hallelujah to God. When you see anger, hatred, frustration in me, jealousy, fear, distrust, and grudges, hallelujah, you don't have to worry about the devil, you gotta worry about you, hallelujah, hallelujah to God, the seven enemies of man, hang on a little while, when you look at the children in this generation, we are so proud, we're filled with pride, pride then came in the church and almost pushed God out, you were so much better, 
when you close all your hair, they were too tight and they were too old. Some of you made a better saint, but today you can afford Gucci, Louis Vuitton, Colts, Hallelujah, East Saint Laurent, and all that other jazz. You became a bad saint in the kingdom of God. You were so much better when you drove a whole car and the wheels didn't match, let alone the rim. You would get from point A to point EB on a wing and a prayer. Hallelujah to God. You were so much better. Look at you now. Driving the best that you can afford. But look at you now. God won't even come down and ride with you. Because you done already told God. You ain't letting the saints tear up your car. If it's too good for the saint, I can hear God saying it's too good for me. For what you do to the least of them, you do it unto me. Do I have a church? Do I have a church? Is there a church out there? Hallelujah. When you, how do we overcome? Jesus told us there is a special formula for your enemy. I ain't telling nobody in here. Don't you love not one demon? Don't you love not one soothsayer? Don't you love a witch? Don't you love those that do incantation? Get away from them. But hallelujah to God. I'm talking about man to man. And love your enemies. And do good to them that despitefully use you. Tell God about it. Hallelujah to God. If you don't tell God about it, I ain't got to worry about you loving your enemy. Because some of us right now got a problem in loving ourselves. Do I need to preach that too? Hallelujah to God. When you look at you got to love your neighbor as yourself. I can see some of you now. Fleshton already start talking. Can I tell you? You need to get the tape stinking tank thinking. Because you sabotaging what God come to do for you today. 
you gotta tell God uh, I need your help uh, I gotta do it uh, like you said Hallelujah. Then one writer said, There are five spiritual enemies. Look out, y'all. They'll go lust. You just don't know what lust can do. It's more than a Coke ball of figure. It's more than ripping abs and botches. Uh, hallelujah uh, It's more than uh, All you can uh, All you have to do rather, uh, Is want something somebody else got uh, That's lust uh, Hallelujah then there's raft can't get along with nobody fussing and fighting all the time about nothing the problem is you solve you then all the complaining and nagging will be over hallelujah then there's greed the more I get the more I want you give me a little piece can you give me a bigger piece next time greed what you gonna do with it what you need it for don't you worry about it I just want it Don't push God out of our life. Then you got excessive pride. Now I ain't telling you to be proud enough to wash. Be proud enough to put deodorant on. I'm talking about excessive pride. God didn't make nobody like you. I'm hoping you're right. I hope he did break the mold when it came down to you because I don't want to be in your shoes. We need God to protect us from the enemy. Hang on, ain't through yet. We need God. The enemy is using us to smother God out of our life. He can't do it. Only you and I can do it. Only you and I can do it. What do you mean by that, He told you and me through Paul, you are more than a conqueror. 
death can't even separate you and me from the love of God. Life can't separate me and you from God. Can an angel out of heaven or hell falling on from down low, which is nothing but ministering spirits, can't separate me and you from God? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Then he says, okay. We'll pull out the big boys. Principalities, which is sovereign powers, can separate me and you from God. Wait a minute now. What's the problem then? If can't none of this separate us from God, why are you struggling? Come on, sir. Why are you scared of demons and devils? Why every time something goes boo or bump in the night? Hang in there, I ain't through. Powers. Miraculous power. Can't no presence other than God separate us. Then things present. Shows, broadcasts, displays, and expeditions. The movie can't even do it. The TV can't do it. The radio can't do it. Things that is to come. Anything the devil starts can separate. We scared about this end time like nobody business. You might well open your eyes and get ready to skip through the tulips. Tell the devil he's limited in what he can do and you already know it. And tell him to shut up and get out your face. Heights. Peaks. Classes. Crowns. Tips. Apex. Cracker jacks. Can't nothing. <laughs> And you scared? You scared you ain't gonna make it? The devil done sold you a bill of goods. Your flesh is running crazy. And you won't put not nobody in check. And all you need to do is holler one time at yourself. Shut up and sit down. Who you talking to, man? <laughs> Tell yourself on tomorrow, uh-uh, we ain't going through this today. You going to behave if I've got to wire my mouth shut. Yes, you going to live saved. You going to obey the word of God. I know you don't want to, but you are. The depths, the deepest and most remote part, can't separate. The bottomless pit can't separate you from God. Can't nothing. 
You hear me? Can't nothing create a shortage between you and God. And you notice what he said. Any other creature. Oh, I had to dig this one. Some of you got all kinds of stuff you done peeked into. Yes, sir. That's junk in the book of Enoch. The mystical demons and half man and half beast. Can't none of that stuff. Can't none of it separate you from the love of God. It deals with Greek mythology or monsters. Half man and half nothing. You just have boo, get out of my way. You in the house and something move. Robert, don't you run out that house? Oh no. I know you didn't mess up that. I don't know who you are or where you came from. This is my house. And as for me and my house, we gonna serve the Lord. You might as well get out of here, go down the street or wherever you came from. In the name of Jesus, I command you. Come on, come on. I feel like a hoop to ride with me a little bit longer. some things that you need to know and you need to understand God has already did what he's going to do until he pulled you out of here you need to understand what justification salvation and sanctification is that's part, that's what God is going to do can a demon out of hell can stop God Justification is forgiveness and the cleansing from all my gifts. When the devil trying to bring the 30, 40 year old mess back up, tell him I'm justified by faith. Tell him I'm justified. I remember I was listening to something Bishop Moss Golder said a few weeks ago. He said, well, a guy came to him and told him I know you ain't no good. He said, he looked at him and smiled. and said, I've been knowing that. <laughs> when the devil come to you and telling you all this stuff about you, tell him what you know. I know I wasn't no good. I ain't been no good for a long time. I didn't even like me, so I understand when you don't like me. <laughs> come on here. I'm cleansed from all my guilt and the deserved penalty of sin. Wait a minute. What you crying for then? You've been justified and you still crying? Do you not know you can't feel this? You got to know that it's happened. The only way you're going to feel this is on the other side when you got a glorified body. 
That's where the devil is getting you. You don't have a glorified body. Walk in it. So tell the devil, I'm justified. Then you look at salvation. Saved from the penalty of committed sin. But even greater, also from the root of sin. The, have you noticed? Your past is bothering you, not the future sins. All it is is what you did. Your body know you did it. Your mind know you did it. It ain't none of this new stuff. It's the old stuff you having problem with. Because the devil done told you God didn't save you or deliver you. But your mind know what you did. <laughs> I see you're thinking now. I'm glad you're thinking now. Because now, maybe you can forgive you and move this wagon on. I'm saved by grace. I don't care what Sammy bring up. I'm saved by grace. I don't care what my eyes may want to look at. I'm saved by grace. I don't care how many times I want to have to fight. I'm saved by grace. But you know the real problem we have? With sanctification. That's where your real problem is. If it, if I guarantee you, if you look at the stuff that you're getting mad about, it's what somebody did to you 15, 20 years ago. Because guess what? Most folks in here ain't made no new friends. You ain't talked to nobody long enough to let nobody in to hurt your feelings. Those old wounds. You might as well let them heal. Let them heal. Let them heal. Tell yourself, I command you to be healed. I command you to be healed. I command you to be delivered. I command you to walk free. with sanctification. You know what that is? This is the result of salvation. It is the transformation from human to divine nature. You got a problem being changed. <laughs> tell, me, tell me again. You have a problem of being changed. <laughs> tell me why. You having a problem of being changed. change when you want to stay in go. That's what you're fighting. God making you a spiritual creature with some old nasty hat. Then he told you when he found the vessel, it was an earthen vessel that he put of treasury. He know your clay got holes in it. He know it's flaking. He know you wop side. We used to talk about folks with wopped heads, didn't we, Wadia? 
Now we wind up with bubble heads. We're battling God making us new creatures with the divine nature. Somebody, I hear somebody say, I thought it was going to happen overnight. The devil told you that. God did I told you early on the devil got in the church. He couldn't. So now folks in the church can't wait it out. Because I thought I wasn't going to have this problem over here on this side. You ain't if you leave. But as long as you stay, you're going to have this problem on this side. You Can I tell you? Yeah, you know, something that I, I do believe, and I'll believe this till the day I die. I don't care if somebody come up with something different. The mother's love is the closest thing to God's love. Uh -huh. That's right, son. And Mama kept telling us, sons and daughters, don't do it, 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 and we did it anyway. Uh -huh. And now it buried a track in a hole in our mind. And it, we keep on going right back to Our child back in the day of data said that I'm from College Station. We didn't take that from College Station. You better change it to College Station, Texas. <laughs> Come on here. I had some folks from College Station. I ran across a few. Now, so, so what are we, why are we losing? Because of, let me give you some more words and a few definitions. I know you're about tired of me, but I got to deliver my soul because God's going to do something for somebody. Ever since Adam and Eve failed, this didn't start with you. Why are you trying to make it all about you? Why you? Why you? Why you think God is picking on you or the devil's picking on you? No, it didn't start with you. Who told you you were the first man to sin? Who? Who? To, who, who told you you the first one to lie? Who? Who, to, who, who told you? You the first one did whatever your favorite sin was. I ain't asking no questions. Don't tell me no lies. <laughs> Who was the first one that told you that? Man has fallen. Creation has fallen. And we all went into tribulation. You notice? He's the oldest dude in the building. Having one problem right after the other. You too? If it's happening to the old man, I know the old young man ain't got a chance. Robert, don't think you're the youngest one in here. <laughs> then he brought along distress. Suffering, pains, afflictions, and torment. You wonder why you hurt me? Then persecution, accusations, 
Trial and charges. Uh, we need to bring them on trial on, up on charges, God. Down there. You know Sammy ain't right. Yeah, I know it. I'll take that hedge out and round it. I'm praying keep that hedge around me, G. Don't let him close to me until you know I can pass that test. My prayer is strengthen me, Lord. Yes, sir. I want to pass. I want to pass. Because yes, I want to be back here next year. Yes, sir. I want to be back here three months from now. Come on, sir. Then he said, famine. Wait a minute. You surprised? Because your money is funny? You surprised? Cause your deep freeze get empty. You surprised cause you need something from somebody else and you can't meet your own needs as grown as you think you are. Shortage and scarcity. Lack, death, and want. Wait a minute. Well, you got it right. Where all the people at? They're dead. What happened? They didn't have enough to eat. They gone. Death came. Sickness came. They gone. But I'm still here. God ain't through. Amen. Even nakedness. Man, I we're in the same old, same old for 15 years. Cover what is left and keep on moving. Because there's some folks over there in old hand-me-down t-shirts living in mud huts making life as they know it. Barrenness and nudity. Pearls, danger, jeopardy, risks, and compromises. The devil all trying to get all of us to compromise with him. All he's trying to do, don't you call on the name of your God. Don't you holler Jesus when you get in trouble. Don't you go to church and get some strength. All they're doing is wasting your time. Look at the multitude of folks that he fooled out of the church in the last two years. Then the sword. Military power, violence and destruction. Look at what he said. In Romans 8 and 37, in all these things, you are more than a conquerors through him that love us. Get out of yourself and get into God. You're losing because you're in your flesh. Get out of it and get in the kingdom of God. Everything's going down but the church. 
And I think the church has forgotten that. We don't have to change and become a chameleon to whatever's going on in this society. You know what our best objective is? They ain't talking to me. Mm -hmm. 